Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the great state of Arizona, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact The Secret Teachings, myself, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also find us on social media on Gab and Gitter, our main page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. You can check out our t-shirt designs on TeePublic, behind-the-scenes content on Patreon, and support our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters. Their link is on our website, along with my books and our full show archive. If you're listening in the archive on the website, welcome to the broadcast. Also, welcome whenever and wherever you are listening around the world on the various radio and podcast players, where you can leave the show a review I'd appreciate if you did that. Let us know what you think of the show. More importantly, let others know what you think of the show by leaving a review. Give us a couple of stars, whatever you think we deserve, on those podcast radio players. A new feature now added to the subscription service to the show. If you want to get the outside advertisement-free version of The Secret Teachings to download the show, get a private RSS feed, access to the montage archive. We have a really great montage I've made for tonight's broadcast and digital copies of all of my books, plus yearly subscribers get a physical copy of one of my books shipped free in the United States. You now get, when we have pre-recorded shows that air live Monday through Friday, when the show is pre-recorded, then that show will be put in the archive for subscribers. So you'll get access to the secret teachings way earlier in the day, you won't have to wait till uh, until the live uh, broadcast. You won't have to wait until the live broadcast. Just another perk of subscribing to the show and supporting what we do here on The Secret Teachings. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. I got a really great response from, I think, three specific shows we've done this year. One was the show that we did on... The Jordan Maxwell Memorial, that's to be expected. And when I say a really great, a really good response, I mean overwhelming support in email and instant messaging and whatnot, and in downloads in the free archive. We also got a lot of support for the show that we did on Edible Electronics. And then we got a lot of support we did on the show called Running a Tran on Real Women, which I thought was a clever and funny name. And um, maybe I'm going to hell, but I thought that was a funny show name. And tonight is sort of an extension of that show. As most of you know, although I live in Arizona now, I've lived most of my life. I was just thinking about this before the show came on tonight. I live most of my life in the state of Florida. And if I'm being honest with you, I did not know about the Florida meme, the Florida man, 
or anything about Florida until I moved away from Florida. And it took years for me to realize what the rest of the country thinks of my home state of Florida. I was born in Seminole. I grew up in uh, St. Petersburg, Tampa, Central Florida area. I've lived St. Pete. I've lived in Orlando, Polk County. I've lived pretty much everywhere in Central Florida. Been all over the state. That's my home state. That's my stomping ground. I miss Florida, but I do love the desert, I think, a little bit more than I, I like the swamp. But I lived there for most of my life, and I just kind of realized this tonight that although I've lived in New York, I've lived in Idaho, I've lived in Arizona before moving back here, I've, I've only lived out of Florida for like nine years of my life. I'm 31 now. Most of my life has, has been in Florida. I've lived there, you know, multiple places, multiple times. And when you live in a state like Florida, or I should say when you live in Florida, not only do you not think about the Florida man memes or the Florida woman memes, like to me as a Floridian, I didn't know anything about that. I'll never forget this show I did with the late Kev Baker. We did a show called Florida Man, and I think you can still find it at thesecretteachings.info. It should be in the archive that is, uh, it's like, let me go to the website and look here. I think it's in, yeah, it's in the guest spot archive. If you click on the Kev Baker show, it should pull it up. And uh, we did a Florida Man show because, you know, Kev, he loved the Florida Man meme. And uh, he was like, well, he's like, you're from Florida. Let's do a Florida Man show. So when you live in Florida, you don't really think about that kind of thing. And you don't think about other things that are very Florida, like Disney. I'll give you an example. When I when I moved to New York, I was living in New York, in Rochester, New York, terrible place, for like three years, I think. It was a total of three years before I moved. And the first, um, you know, the first opportunity I had to get out of New York, I didn't care where I went. I did consider going back to Florida, but then we decided to come to Arizona. And I won't forget this conversation I had with somebody at this grocery store, this co-op I was working at part-time. And this guy was asking me about, about Florida, and he didn't realize I was from there. And it, it, it struck me in that moment, I thought, I, I, I don't know what people think of this state. Apparently, Florida is like a giant joke to everybody. And I'm late to that joke because I, I'm from there. I didn't, know it. I, I didn't know what people thought of how we just abandoned cars in Florida on the side of the road. When my fiance and I took that cross-country trip, we got down to Florida, and I swear to God, we saw like, we, I think it was 23 or 24 abandoned cars on the side of the road, just, just driving from the Panhandle down to St. Petersburg. There's 24 abandoned cars on the side of the road. We do that in Florida, apparently. We, we also, anybody who's ever driven with me thinks that I'm a terrible driver, right? My fiance thinks the same thing. She's all, hopes always like, She's like, you, you cannot drive. You like, it's scary to drive with you. And I always told her, I said, no, it's not scary to drive with me. The way that I'm driving is defensive and I, I'm never in a wreck. Okay. I'm never in a bad position. I'm always making sure I'm driving under the speed limit or if I need to, I'm going to, you know, evade other reckless drivers. And it, it was so funny when we got to Florida, it's, it's almost instantaneous. You cross that border into that state and people start driving so much differently. And if you get down to central Florida and you get on the I-4, 
You know, we used to joke and call it uh, the highway to hell because it's so damn hot. It's so damn humid. And you just get stuck in that rush hour traffic from Orlando to Tampa. It's it's horrific. And we got down there and I started driving and she started noticing my fiance started noticing how bad the other drivers were. And she realized and I realized in that moment why I drive the way I do, because in Florida, driving what would be perceived as bad other places is actually defensive <laughs> and conservative in the state of Florida. We were driving down the road in in, uh, in in Polk County, Polk City, and she saw some guy, I swear to God, he was turning right into like the mall and he decided to put his left blinker on and right, like right before the light, he blew across four lanes of traffic to the other side of the road and turned into the other plaza. And she's like, holy, you know, I, no wonder you drive the way you do. These people are nuts in Florida. So I mean, that's enough about Florida. But my, my point is, I didn't realize, you know, the Florida man. I didn't realize I was a Florida man. You know, the socks and the sandals and the way that I dress in any weather. That's just me. I'm a Florida man. I'm proud of that. I'll tell you that tonight. I'll tell you that every night. I'm proud to be a Florida man. I'm proud to be a Floridian. But I'll, I'll also tell you this. When I lived in Florida... If, if you live in Florida, you, you, you have access, you know, to, to Universal Studios, Disney World, Epcot, the experimental prototype city of tomorrow, Epcot. You have access to this all the time. If you're a Florida resident, you get a discount. You know, you can go to these places cheaper than people coming from outside the state. And although they keep raising their rates and raising their rates, Disney raises their uh, entrance fee like every it's like gas prices. Like every time you go to Disney, they raise the rate ten dollars. Um, and then they introduced the tracking bracelets and all that stuff. But when I lived in Florida, when I was a kid, like we, I went to Disney all the time and it wasn't necessarily because it was, you know, it, it, it was a, a luxurious thing to do. It's just like people would give you tickets to go, to go to Disney. I can't go to Disney this weekend. Do you want my tickets? I can't go to Universal this weekend. Do you want tickets? You could, you know, you win tickets and they give tickets out in the newspaper. You win them in contests like you just it's there. You go all the time and you don't realize how big and important Disney is or even Universal Studios for that matter, until you leave the state. And then you realize, I'm sure it's the same thing for people who, you know, who live in California where you have Disneyland. I'm sure it's the same thing there. You don't really realize how big it is and important it is until you leave the state. And then you realize there's people from all over the world that fly to Florida to go to Disney World. And I lived next door to Disney World. I never appreciated it. I certainly don't appreciate it now. And I never had that context or that perspective and all of that as funny as humorous as playful as it is is something that i'm i'm really grateful for i'm grateful i didn't have you know the context and perspective and now i've developed the context and perspective and i'm glad that i wasn't consumed by the mouse the reason i'm Really glad I I wasn't consumed by the mouse is that I feel as if Disney is not a happy place. They can light up their fireworks and they can tell you about how it's a small, small world and everybody gets along and everybody's happy and Tigger bounces around. and But Disney isn't really a happy place. I mean, even speaking strictly from the point of view of going to Disney, Disney is not a happy place. Disney is overpriced, highly overpriced. It's extremely crowded. It's very militant in how they operate, and it's gotten more militant. Disney, now they have the tracking systems 
supposed to make your experience better, but it's just tracking you to sell you more stuff. All Disney does is sell products. I mean, you go to you. It's like if you go in the entrance of Disney, it's the first the first like five minutes of the walk. You know, you go by these these buildings that have all the all the stuffed animals, all the Disney toys, and you don't realize it when you're a kid and parents probably don't realize it either. And you just have to you have to obtain this perspective or somebody has to to show you most of those Disney toys the the Mickey Mouses, the Minnie Mouses, all of that is manufactured with slave labor. Virtually all of it is manufactured with slave labor. A lot of that stuff comes from China. A lot of that stuff is made with slave labor. Think about that. You ever see the inclusivity, equality, racial justice protests that often turn violent? You ever see people at those protests for equality, end racism, all these slogans that are cooked up and shared on social media? And they become this social psychic contagion. You ever see people there with Nikes and Apple phones? You know, products that are manufactured by modern day slaves. And they have an Apple phone, Nike shoes, an Adidas hat. Or they're repping some other company. And they tell you with a straight face, I'm against slavery. I'm against racism. I'm against discrimination. While repping companies that run slave camps or countries that run slave camps or re-education camps, countries that are engaged today in acts of genocide against entire ethnic populations. I always found that really strange. I always found it really strange that being from Florida, you get sandwiched between Disney World in Orlando and Kennedy Space Center on the East Coast. And if you get sandwiched in between the two, like I was, you always have this opportunity to go to these really unique, really cool places that people fly from all over the world to come see. Kennedy Space Center? That's so foreign, so unique, so cool. Disney World? That's so fun. i got to take my kids there, right? And if you think about it, Kennedy Space Center, think about NASA. NASA was literally founded by Werner von Braun, a Nazi. Now, I have a bigger issue with communists, personally. But NASA was founded by an actual Nazi. Disney World was founded by Walt Disney, who was a known, proud anti-Semite and who was an actual Nazi. In fact, not only was Walt Disney a Nazi, Walt Disney made cartoons for the Nazis. You can find, if you go to the internet and type in Disney Nazi, you'll be able to find images of Disney characters wearing what amount to Gestapo outfits, literally, and it's, it's kind of funny, with swastika patches on their arms. Disney was literally founded by a Nazi, and NASA was literally founded. Modern-day NASA, what we know as NASA, was founded by a Nazi. Now, I only bring that up because I think it's kind of strange 
the people that support Disney politically and the people that support, support NASA politically, they don't like Nazis. I mean, who likes Nazis, honestly? Do conservatives like Nazis? Does anybody really like Nazis? A lot of people really like communists. Does anybody really like Nazis? You get some drugged out groups that live in trailer parks that like Nazis. You know, you get some some crazy cults. Where they tattoo like Thor's hammer on their chest. And they've got like a, a black sun tattooed on their ass. And they think, I'm cool. I'm a Nazi. Most of those guys, most of those those women, they're pathetic. They're drug addicts. They they they're just disgusting human beings. That they have no, they have nothing to give back to society. They're, they're trash. They are the equivalent of the anarchist, atheist, communist thugs that we call Antifa. That's that's what Nazis are today. They're they're no different than Antifa. They're the same people, the same trash, the same scum. And the weird thing is, most of Antifa, much like most of the Nazi groups today, they're all weird white people. So I don't know what that's about, but that, <laughs> that gives a very, very poor, it provides and creates a poor image for white people. You know, I'm not a Nazi. I'm not an, a member of Antifa. They both use the same tactics, fear, intimidation, thuggery, mob rule. It, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Okay, that's the only word I can really come up with. It's disgusting, and it's bizarre. And it's weird that the people that support Disney politically hate Nazis and are so interested in canceling everything. Cancel, 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 cancel. Remember when Gina Carano got canceled from The Mandalorian? Cancel, cancel, cancel. Why? Because she liked Trump. Cancel everybody. Cancel, cancel. You know, Disney was literally created by a Nazi. Remember this clip from Family Guy? Welcome back, Mr. Disney. Are the Jews gone yet? Uh, no. Put me back in. Put me back in. <laughs> That's literally Disney. And NASA was founded by a Nazi, right? Why isn't this part of the political conversation? We're going to shut down the Babylon Bee for making a joke on Twitter. We're going to shut down actresses and actors who support the president or the former president. We're going to fire people, attack people, lie about people, call them horrible names. But yet the political support is actually for companies and agencies that were literally founded by Nazis. This is something that's kind of hard to comprehend it, it's kind of hard to process it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense until you realize that the people who have these contradictory beliefs they don't think for themselves they're part of a mob they're part of a hive they operate on the will of others they're not thinking for themselves it's really disturbing disney and nasa founded by nazis but their biggest political supporters hate nazis Apple, Adidas, Nike, all these companies and brands manufacture their products with slave labor in countries that are actively engaged in genocide. And yet we're calling for Putin to be investigated for genocide, but not for Xi Jinping, not for the Communist Party of China. 
we don't like racism and slavery, but we wear things made by slaves, by mega corporations that, for all intents and purposes, um, they don't really give a damn about any race or any gender or any sex. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. And maybe you missed it, but last week, it was Transgender Day of Visibility last Thursday. And President Joe Biden said that his administration is working to protect Americans from the wave, there's a wave, of anti-trans laws being passed at the state level. Let's take a listen to what good old Joe Biden had to say about Transgender Day of Visibility. Celebrating Transgender Day of Visibility. I want you to know that your president sees you. Jill, Kamala, Doug, our entire administration sees you for who you are, made in the image of God and deserving of dignity, respect, and support. But we know it's hard when there are those out there who don't see you and don't respect you. For example, the onslaught of anti-transgender state laws attacking you and your families is simply wrong. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills, and we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing and healthcare systems, everywhere, simply everywhere. Today, we're announcing even more steps, but there's always more work to do to end the epidemic of violence against transgender women of color and girls of color, to ensure transgender seniors can age with dignity, dignity, and to finally pass a bypass. I'll play the rest of this when we come back from break, but I listened to that and I thought, What am I listening to? This is like gibberish. This doesn't make any sense. A lot of states are passing bans, laws that are banning transgenders from participating in sports, mostly biological men who want to beat women legally and lawfully. For example, Arizona just signed a law banning transgender youth from participating in sports. Utah passed a law, but the governor vetoed it. The governor said, rarely has so much fear and anger been directed at so few, Governor Spencer Cox said. And that's a great statement because that's my question. Hatred, anger, fear, whatever you want to call it, directed at so few. How is it that so few, 0.7% of the population has billions of dollars in lobbying power, billions of dollars in entertainment and media power, I want to know the answer to that question. Same thing in pornography. Why is incest the top pornographic type of production? Somebody has to be financing and funding this. We're going to get to the bottom of it tonight on The Secret Teachings. It's Florida Man right here on the broadcast. We'll be back. It's The Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome back, Mr. Disney. Are the Jews gone yet? Uh, no. Put me back in. Welcome back, Mr. Disney. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio. It's Florida Ma'am, not Florida Man. It's Florida Ma'am, the magic kinkdom tonight on the Secret Teachings. Now, I've talked a lot about, for the last two years, I've coined this term, cultural BDSM, and I've been saying that over the last two years, although it's not a hot-button, hot-topic issue anymore, that forcing people to wear masks, and especially people who love wearing masks and love trying to enforce others to put the mask on, are basically supporting a culture of BDSM. That's what it is. They want people to be bound and dominated. They themselves want to be bound and dominated. Many are sadistic many of the people want to harm others they want to harm themselves they get pleasure out of both some of them are masochistic i call them masochists whether they're sadistic masochistic or both putting 
things over people's faces and suffocating them and doing it in a very aggressive way by trying to enforce it, not only on everybody, particularly on children, but breaking the social contract, screaming and physically attacking people in public for not wearing a mask or not wearing a mask the way that they're quote-unquote supposed to. Now, this isn't really a hot-button issue anymore, like I said, but I've equated it to both cultural BDSM and to something else called shame masking. In the 18th century, in places like England, the shame mask was very popular. A shame mask was a mask designed after an animal And that mask would be worn by an individual who did something in society that was equated to a particular animal. So if you were, let's say, a bit of a, of a cheater, you were a bit of a, a cheater on your partner, cheater in business, you lied, you stole, you might wear a shame mask that represents, let's say, a weasel. Some of the most popular ones, though, are the cow and the pig. You can imagine what people did to be locked in a shame mask of a cow or a pig. Kind of like chastity belts, right? Well, the weasel, actually, the weasel, which is pretty much in the same family, it's, it's basically a, a badger. A badger is a weasel. weasel a weasel is a badger. Uh, is actually a mask that a business here in Arizona tried to get my fiance to wear. They told her for opting out of her mask, she needed to wear a badger mask, which was ludicrous in the way that it looked. It was embarrassing in the way that it looked, and it was demeaning and degrading. That is a shame mask. We've brought the shame mask back from the 18th century. It's been revived in the 21st century. So cultural BDSM and shame masking. How do these two things fit into tonight's broadcast? I called the show tonight Florida Ma'am. It'll become more evident and apparent why I called the show Florida Ma'am. But the subtitle, Magic Kinkdom. I called it the Magic Kinkdom, as I referred to Disney as the Black Magic Kingdom before, because Disney seems more interested in gender and sexuality than they do in entertaining children with fun characters, fireworks, and catchy songs. Disney seems hell-bent on governing not only their company, they seem hell-bent on governing the minds of all children anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. Some of you might not know this, but Disney, based on a 1967 state law, operates their own independent government in the state of Florida through the Reed Creek Improvement District. Through this independent government, Disney issues tax-free bonds for improvements, regulates land use and environmental protections, and provide fire, police, and other essential public services. Disney is its own government. Disney is kind of like the Vatican in that way. And we know the kinds of problems the Vatican has with child molesters, human traffickers, and pedophiles. Disney has a similar problem. In fact, Disney is so 
infested like bed bugs or termites, so infested with pedophiles and human traffickers that making such a statement, even hyperbolically, would be a gross understatement of reality. It's literally every other month there is a major sting operation, the most recent Operation March Sadness 2, finding an additional four Disney employees, not to mention a retired judge, and an additional 103, that's 103 other people involved in child sexual predatory behavior, seeking children for sex and abuse, prostitution, and human trafficking in Florida. Now, I lived in Polk County, Florida. And Polk County, Florida is usually where these operations are run out of. It's also one of the meth capitals of the United States. It's also one of the furry capitals of the United States, from what I've read. Central Florida is a cesspit. You got furries running around. You got pedophiles running around. You've got sexual predators running around. You've got human trafficking. You've got prostitution on levels that if you've ever been to Polk County, Polk City, it's not a big city. It's not a Toronto or a New York. It's a tiny, kind of a poor, crappy, crummy, swampy Florida town. And yet, it's a hub of all this. You know, people make fun of rednecks. People make fun of Floridians. Go to Central Florida. You get all of this. It's all-inclusive. And a lot of these people work for Disney. Now, maybe that's because Disney employs so many people. Obviously, some of them are going to be predators, right? But Disney has also routinely, type this in if you don't believe me, Disney has also routinely hired people or rehired people who have been convicted of abusing children. And these aren't just low-level people that run the gates and take your fingerprints when you come into Disney. They do that with a fingerprint. These are people like directors, vice presidents, music executives, writers, chairmen. If you don't believe me, type in these names. Victor Salva, a child care worker and director who worked with Disney who was sentenced to three years in state prison in 1988 for molesting a 12-year-old boy. The boy had acted in two of Victor's films. Victor Salva also videotaped the abuse. After his sentence, three years from 1988, 1989, 1991, the year I was born, Disney rehired him and released the movie Powder in 1995. Well, that was a long time ago, right? This doesn't happen anymore, right? Wrong. In 2017, John Healy, director of music publishing at Disney, was charged with three felony counts of child sexual abuse. This included sexually abusing two girls ages 11 and 15. Now, I'm not a traditional kind of guy. I don't hang out with guys. I don't ogle women. I don't talk about a lot of sexual things in private. I consider myself to be a little bit more respectful, whether people are watching or not. I do like a good joke. 
but I think jokes can be respectful. I'm not the kind of person who talks about this kind of thing, okay? I'm not talking about women and boobs and butts and all that stuff all the time, okay? I just That's just not me, all right? But I will say this. At least when I've been around guys who do that, they're talking about women, okay? Or at least, at least young women, okay? They're not talking about 10-year-olds. You don't hang out with, with frat boys, you don't hang out with bros, and they're talking about banging eight-year-olds. But that's what John Healy was doing. He sexually abused two girls. You'd think, well, the director of music publishing at Disney, John Healy, this guy's got to be getting a lot of ass, right? He's got a lot of money. He can get whoever he wants, right? Florida's ripe with, ripe with prostitution. You can get whoever, whomever, whenever, right? No, John Healy was going after an 11-year-old and a 15-year-old. In 2019, this was two years ago, Former Disney executive Vice President Michael Laney, we're on to another person here, was convicted of sexually abusing an even younger girl. Two years ago, Disney executive Vice President, not ticket worker, not I sell you Mickey and Minnie Mouse dolls, not would you like a Mickey Mouse ice cream, Vice President Michael Laney was convicted of abusing a seven-year-old, not accused, convicted of sexually abusing a seven-year-old. He was also charged with three counts of rape and three counts of sex abuse. You all know about James Gunn as well, the Disney writer and director. He was fired and then rehired. You all know about Democratic Senator George Mitchell, who was a former Disney chairman. He was good pals with Jeffrey Epstein. He was good Pals with Ghislaine Maxwell, who's also now been convicted of five counts of sexual abuse, trafficking, etc. Of course, Ghislaine Maxwell also worked with Disney for the Save the Children organization. Remember that? Save the Children. Oh, yes. Save the Children for the Predators. So that's a little bit of, of Disney. And by the way, as a Florida man, not a man, as a Florida man, I need a shirt that says, it's a man. As a Florida man, I'm from Florida. I've lived most of my life in Florida. I'm in Arizona right now, but I've lived most of my life in Florida. I'm a Florida man through and through. I do the socks and sandals. I do the, I mean, I, I, let me tell you this. I, I, sometimes I just wear swim trunks, okay? I just, <laughs> I'm a Florida man. I'll admit it. It's funny. I like it. I love Florida. I wish I could go back there and afford to live there. But here's the thing. When you live in Florida, or maybe maybe it's just me because I, I have a really good memory of these things when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I was into sports. I was into ESPN. I, I didn't know about any of this stuff with Disney. And I didn't even particularly like Disney. But I remember seeing the TV, uh, Bay News 9, and that's the big news network there. Bay News 9, Channel 9, and... Um, all the I forget the other local channels, but they, they would routinely have stories. I'm sure they still do routinely have stories. What's Tigger up to? Well, one of the character actors who played Tigger kidnapped a child and raped them in one of the underground facilities at Disney. Pooh Bear was also involved in the act. I swear to God in heaven. I swear to a law. I swear to raw. I swear to whomever. That was a news report like 13, 14, probably, actually, it was probably more. That was like 20 years ago, 
Tigger raped a kid at Disney. That's a routine thing because they're hiring people, not just because Disney's big, they have their own government in Florida, and because they hire a bunch of people, some are going to be pedophiles. They routinely hire people who are, and they routinely routinely hire people who have been convicted, and then they rehire them after they've been fired. Prior to the conviction, rehire them after. And these aren't just ticket people. These aren't just, I'm going to sell you a mini doll. These are people that are vice presidents, chairmen. These are people that are directors and writers. These are powerful people in Disney, music executives, etc. This is what they're doing. Disney is a cesspit. Just this last week, there's a story that came out. A few news publications picked it up. Some chose to defend it. Others chose to listen to it with their mouths wide open. Carrie Burke, president of Disney's General Entertainment Content. In a leaked conversation in a company-wide Zoom call last Monday. This was posted to Twitter. This was shared all over the internet. Carrie Burke vowed in this leaked audio, leaked video, more inclusivity in its productions. And I don't know how leaked it is might have been intentionally, quote-unquote, leaked. But they're vowing more inclusivity in their productions as the entertainment giant works to make underrepresented groups such as racial minorities and the LGBTQ community account for at least 50% of its regular characters by the end of the year. The irony here is, statistically, if 50% of their characters were to be racial minorities they would then have to work in the opposite direction to make those racial minorities racial minorities again. What does that mean? Well, black people in the United States of America contribute to about 14% of the overall population percentage. So if you want to put 14% into your movies and into your TV shows, that, that would be statistically accurate. But if you want to make half your characters black and trans, that makes no sense. Black people don't make up 50% of the population. Trans people make up less than a percent. How is it equal? How is it representative to beyond overcompensate for those particular groups? Why am, why, why am I even having this conversation right now? Why am I even talking about this right now? It's ludicrous. You make cartoons about mice and deer. You make cartoons about fairy tales. You used to make cartoons about Nazis. What the hell is this? Here is Carrie Burke speaking on that company-wide Zoom call. I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child. And- Already, I have to stop. This is Disney's general entertainment content president. And she says, I am the mother of two queer children. One is pansexual. Listen to that again. 
of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child. One transgender child, one pansexual child. Now, she says they're children. I'd assume they're not adults. I'd assume since they're children, the only way they learned about this is because Carrie Burke, their mother, taught them this. Because otherwise, kids don't think along these lines. A little girl says, I'm a boy, when she plays dress up. A little boy says, I'm a girl, when he plays dress up. A little girl also pretends to be a princess. A little boy also pretends to be an astronaut or a firefighter or a cowboy. A little girl pretends to be a cowboy or an astronaut. Maybe a police officer, a firefighter, maybe even a housewife. Kids play. They make believe. But when your kid puts on an astronaut outfit, you don't throw them in the pool and hold them under and tell them this is astronaut training. You don't throw your kid onto a horse, smack the horse on the butt, and the horse takes off and you say, well, you're a cowboy now, Junior. When your kid says, as a boy, I'm a girl, you don't take them to a psychiatrist, get gender-affirming psychiatry, confuse the child who's just playing a game, make the game real, and then put them on puberty blockers, which also stunts brain development, and then sign them up for gender reassignment surgery where they slice and dice the penis and testicles. That is not only genital mutilation, that is insanity. And that's exactly what our culture is promoting, which is strange because transgender people only make up a small percent of the population. That doesn't mean those people don't matter. It means where the hell are these billions and billions and billions of dollars are coming from? Where the hell is this influence and power shifting the paradigm of the magic kingdom to represent one of the smallest, tiniest minority groups in the world? in terms of identity. Why is a big corporation concerned over that? Where does this lobby come from? Where's this money coming from? Let's listen to Carrie Burke. Um, and, and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations and um, I feel a responsibility to speak um, not just for myself, but for them, um, to all of us. We, we had a we had an open forum last week at 20th where, um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters. LGBTQIA. It is honestly getting longer. LGBTQIA. I feel like I'm learning a new alphabet. LGBTQIA. And I was like, what? We didn't have a lot of queer leads. We got to do something about that. In our stories and 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 yet we don't have enough leads. 
um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters um, and and not have to be about gay stories. And so um, that's been very eye opening for me. Why does it need to be about gay or straight or anything? Why does Disney need to make a movie about a gay character, a straight character, an LGBTQIA character? None of that makes any sense. Have you ever watched a Disney movie and thought, huh, I, I, I wish one of these, these birds or one of these deer, I wish Bambi was flaming gay. You know, I wish that his mother's death would have just, he would have just turned had had a breakdown and realized, you know, he, he's he's actually a skunk. You know, uh, th- this makes no sense. Like this, this it doesn't even register logically or rationally. When you listen to this woman, the only reasonable conclusion you can honestly have is this lady is crazy, and she's abusing her own children. She has two queer children. How do you have two queer children? One's trans, one's pans. What the hell is this woman talking about? And for the record, this is not a conservative or a Christian radio show. I just have questions, and I'd like them to be answered. It doesn't make much sense. Where are the billions of dollars coming from to fund this movement? Um, and and I, I can tell you um, it's something that I feel perhaps had this moment not happened, um, I, as a leader, and me as my colleagues, would not have focused on. And and going forward, um, I, I certainly will be more so. I know that we will be, and um, and I hope this is a moment where, shoot, um, the fifty percent of the tears, <laughs> sorry, are coming. Um, uh, we don't. We just don't allow each other to go backwards. Fifty percent of their characters by the end of the year, they want them to be LGBTQIA, 50%. If you combine trans, if you combine the entirety of black people, men and women, if you combine all the homosexual people of all races, all identities, you barely reach 20%. So how is it inclusive and balanced and equal and representative of those communities to have them represent 50% of Disney characters in the United States. I, it, this does, it doesn't matter. Why do we have to focus on gender and sex? They're deer, they're mice, they're, they're, they're emotions in the Pixar movie. Okay, they're toys. The most sexuality you had was in Up, with the man and his wife, and then the wife dies, or in Toy Story, where Woody and Bo Peep kind of like each other, and there's that hinting implication. That's the extent of it. You know, Woody doesn't try to find another Woody, does he? I mean, are they going to make another Sleeping Beauty or another fairy tale movie where the princess has a penis? You know, Prince Charming pulls the curtain back in the tall tower, and there's the sleeping princess waiting for true love's first kiss. And the knight goes to kiss her and looks down and sees that she's got morning wood. Would break the dreaded curse. He alone would climb to the highest room of the tallest tower to enter the princess's chambers 
cross the room to her sleeping silhouette, pull back the gossamer curtains to find her. <gasps> what? Princess, give me its ma'am. Is that is that is that the new is that the new Disney movie? You know? I, I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. I say that facetiously though, because I really do get it. I really do understand it. I'm gonna tell you more about it in the next segment, but I want to play you this audio I said I'd play you. Joe Biden talking about Transgender Day of Visibility. This was last Thursday. Celebrating Transgender Day of Visibility. I want you to know that your president sees you. Jill, Kamala, Doug, our entire administration sees you for who you are. Made in the image of God and deserving of dignity, respect, and support. But we know it's hard when there are those out there who don't see you and don't respect you. For example, the onslaught of anti-transgender state laws attacking you and your families is simply wrong. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing and healthcare systems, everywhere, simply everywhere. Today, we're announcing even more steps. But there's always more work to do to end the epidemic of violence against transgender women of color and girls of color, to ensure transgender seniors can age with dignity, dignity, and to finally pass a bipartisan Equality Act to help transgender persons around the world live free from discrimination and violence. Okay, so here's my question. We have equal protection under the law. In fact, the state of California a judge just struck down a corporate diversity law as being unconstitutional because we already have equal protection under the law. The 14th Amendment says all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States, etc., etc., etc. They shall not be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws, etc., etc., etc. We have that protection. Whether you're gay, straight, trans, LGBTQIA, Z, Y, X, A, B, C, you have equal protection under the law. This is one of the only countries in the world and in the history of the world where you have that equal protection under the law. States like Arizona and Oklahoma are doing things that President Joe Biden talked about. Arizona and Oklahoma have signed laws banning transgender youth from participating in sports. Utah also passed a law. The state legislature overrode a veto of the governor, Spencer Cox, who said, kind of a funny name considering the topic, Spencer Cox, who said when he vetoed the bill, rarely has so much fear and anger been directed at so few. And I thought that that was a powerful statement from the governor of Utah because, well, it's, it's kind, of a, kind of a true statement, but it's really telling because he's right at so few. So where are the billions coming from, for media, for entertainment, for big corporations like Disney? Why are they supporting these initiatives? Where's the money coming from to support this? This has to be subsidized somewhere. Transgender people make up less than 0.7% of the population. The real number is more like 0.2%. So it doesn't make a lot of sense where all this money is coming from. Where are the billions coming from to subsidize entertainment and media? All the attention, all the focus, all the energy. Why? Billions of dollars. Why? We're going to try to figure that out when we come back 
from our top of the hour break here on The Secret Teachings. It's everywhere. Multinational corporations, big banks, entertainment companies like Disney using 0.2% of the population to advance a political agenda. If I were in that percent of the population or LGBTQIA, I'd be furious for being used as a shield to advance political narratives, ideologies, and agendas. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the montage archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm here as a mother of two queer children, actually, uh, one transgender child um, and one pansexual child. Uh, One of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of 
queer leads in our content. And I went, what? Many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and yet we don't have enough leads. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to It's a Woke World. Why is the hill to die on transgenderism injected into kindergarten classrooms or woke gender ideology injected into second grade classrooms? They have to lie because if they admitted what they were really for, sexualizing kindergartners and first graders, they know that would not fly with the public. Destruction be our lot. We ourselves must be the authors and finishers. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. You can't? In okay. this context, so I'm not a biologist. Of- Leah Thomas is the most controversial athlete in America today. The University of Pennsylvania swimmer has set school, school, and Ivy League records this season and route to becoming the nation's most dominant female collegiate swimmer. She also is a trans woman. If we had done a bill that prohibited talking about the abuse of Uyghurs in China, Disney would have supported that legislation because they don't want to say a word about that. They actually do Disney cruises to the nation of Dominica, which criminalizes homosexuality. So they're fine doing that and lining their pockets. They're fine lining their pockets from the CCP and all the atrocities that go on there. But it's those kindergartners in Florida that they really want to have transgenderism uh, as part of their core curriculum in school. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Ma'am. Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't. Now, the NCAA is basically taking efforts to destroy women's athletics. They're trying to undermine the integrity of the competition, and they're crowning somebody else the woman's champion. Excuse me, it's ma'am. May this appointment today be the first of many more to come as we create a diverse and more inclusive future. Of course you can't pick your race, and of course you can't pick your gender. You're born the way that you are. It's a world of power, a world of fears, and we work long days to make souvenirs. All the millions of dollars and the Uyghurs are so Prohibited talking about the abuse of Uyghurs in China. Disney would have supported that legislation. Are you singing along? I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It's Florida ma'am. The magic kinkdom of Disney World. Now, you find it strange that politically, those that support Disney don't like Nazis. They like to make sure everybody knows they don't like Nazis. Disney was actually founded by a Nazi. These are the same people that love NASA. And if you go east of Disney in Florida, you find Kennedy Space Center. People love Kennedy Space Center. They love Disney, love NASA. NASA was also founded by an actual Nazi. I find that kind of strange. I also find it kind of strange that transgender people make up less than a percent of the population. Like the real number is around 0.2 to 0.7%. And yet they have billions of dollars in lobbying power. So much lobbying power... They're getting corporations like Disney 
to about face turn on all of their history, all of their values, all the great things, the great content they've produced. How are they getting a massive corporation that has their own government in Florida? Disney operates its own government. Did you know that? How are they getting Disney to about face turn? How are they getting every corporation to support them? In fact, the governor of Utah made a very telling statement. Although Governor Spencer Cox vetoed legislation that would ban transgender youth from participating in sports, and the Utah legislature overrode the bill, he said, rarely has so much fear and anger been directed at so few. I'm interested in those words, so few. Because that's an accurate statement. I think the real statement should be, rarely has so much money and so much energy been directed at so few. When that happens, when mega banks, mega corporations, politicians, and the like start to support an ultra-tiny minority, you know that they're using that ultra-tiny minority as a cover for something else. They're using them as a shield to deflect their political agendas, their ideology. And if you question Disney's attempt to shift their entire character base to LGBTQIA, all right, maybe that's an exaggeration. 50% though, if you question Disney's goal to shift 50% of their character base to LGBTQIA characters by the end of the year, you're told that you are not only transphobic, you are rejecting those groups based on ideology. But that's not what parents are doing. That's not what Governor Ron DeSantis is doing. That's not what the state legislature of Florida is doing. Very few people have been honest about HB 1557. They've actually referred to it as the Don't Say Gay Bill. I'm sure you've heard this in the news, especially if you live in Florida. I'll remind you, this is not a conservative radio show. This is not a Christian radio show. But I have some questions about this anyway, because I'm an American. I'm allowed to freely think. I'm allowed to ask questions. I don't live under communist rule. I don't live under fascist rule. Although Twitter and the White House and the FBI are trying to make it as such. HB 1557, that's House Bill 1557, it bars classroom instruction on, quote, sexual orientation or gender identity, end quote, or in a manner that is not age-appropriate. Of course, critics of the bill say it targets the LGBTQ community. In reality, the bill prevents the critics, if you will, from indoctrinating kindergarteners, first graders, second graders, and third graders with gender, sexual, and perverse ideology and things, let's just be honest, that are explicit. Things that adults don't want to talk about or think about. So in the state of Florida, 
The law now is kindergarten to first grade. But the critics have not been honest about that bill. All they've said is it's the don't say gay bill. The bill does not mention gay. The bill says you don't teach sexual orientation and gender identity to kindergarteners. That's a critical piece of information, don't you think? It has nothing to do with gay people, and it has everything to do with preventing indoctrination of very young children. It doesn't include 4th graders, 5th graders, 6th graders, 7th graders, 8th graders, ninth graders, 10th graders, 11th graders, 12th graders. Just those under 4th grade, 3rd grade and under. You can't teach them about sexual orientation. You can't teach them about gender. I went to school in Florida. I'm 31 now. I went to school all the way up until about ninth grade, and then I finished my high school in West Virginia, where I was way far ahead because Florida's school system is far much better than West Virginia, but then again, pretty much any school system is better than West Virginia. And all throughout my schooling, you know, and I went to a private Christian school because my mom worked at the school, so they got like a massive discount. So I went to this private Christian school, And we had sexual ed. When we had sexual ed in fifth grade, a notice went home to the parents to inform the parents. And remember, this was a Christian school. Went home to the parents and informed the parents, hey, your kids are going to be learning about sex today. So they're not confused about feelings. So they're not confused about those that look different and act different than them, girls and boys. They're going to learn about sex today. Watch a video. And if you don't want your kids participating, you can sign this notice and you can opt them out. That's a reasonable, rational, logical thing. Even if you're going to teach, let's say, LGBTQIA in school, the parents not should have a right. The parents do have a right to opt their children out of it. But it gets really shady when states like California and other states start saying, no, we're going to teach this to kids And we don't want the parents to know that we're teaching it to kids. We make it our policy that the parents don't know what's being taught. Whether that's in school, in the classroom, or it's tele-education, where they learn from home. Parents don't get to see that curriculum. They don't get access to that. They don't get to talk about it. That's shady. If you're telling kids their parents don't need to know what they're learning in school, If you're telling kids their parents don't need to know that they've been given a vaccine at school, you're dealing with mega alpha predators. Or at least they act like alpha predators. They're really beta predators. They're really weak and pathetic, so they have to isolate the youth. They have to isolate the little child. You see how a lion attacks the weakest, the one that runs away from the pack, the one that's in the back. You know, in the movies, it's the guy or the girl in the back that always gets eaten first by the raptors in Jurassic Park or whatever. They're basically grabbing the weakest, and they're trying to force on that child an ideology, medicine, etc. That's what a predator does. That's wrong. You do not have to be a Christian or a conservative to understand that. This is not religious or political. You don't target children in the same way 
that you don't target hospitals and you don't target schools during war. You don't target children. You don't target wounded soldiers. You don't target youth. You don't tell the youth, your parents don't need to know you got a vaccine. Your parents don't need to know you're learning about sex today. And it would be one thing if what they're showing the kids is, this is a penis for boys, and they take the boys in a separate room like they did us, and they take the girls in a separate room, and they even taught us about homosexuality. They said some people choose to like the other sex. And some Christians will even say that that's their God-given right. You can love whoever you want to love. But that's not what kids are being shown. Kids are being taught across the country, this is literal. There are textbooks written on this. You can see teachers provide testimony. Teachers resign because this is what they're being forced to teach kids. Kids are learning about slang terms to refer to the genitalia. They're being taught how to anally fist somebody. I don't know about you, but I don't think many adults like to have anal fist play. Kids certainly don't need to be taught that. It's just a Trojan horse. Inclusivity, equality, equity. I mean, listen to Rachel Levin, the woman of the year or the man of the year, the the four-star admiral. Listen to her when she was, or she, or he, or whatever, listen to them when they said that this was the the first of many appointments of transgender people. Listen to the voice. Listen to the arrogance. May this appointment today be the first of many more to come as we create a diverse and more inclusive future. I mean, just, just listen to that again. Listen, 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 listen. May this appointment today be the first of many more to come. It's that line right there. That line right there. You know when David Wilcock laughs about making stuff up and he's like, uh, we're going to learn about uh, 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 floating saints. Uh, and he laughs because he can't control it. It's just a fraud. Listen to Rachel Levin. Today be the first of many more to come. May this appointment today be the, the first of many more to come. I mean, it's just like the, this brazen arrogance. May this appointment today be the very first of many to come. Appointment today be the first of many more to come. You hear the inflection of the voice? Many more to come. That's arrogance. That's conceit for you. That's arrogance is what that is. This is what we're dealing with. And it's unfortunately politicized, religiousized. And both sides, all sides, take virtually everything out of context. HB 1557 is not the don't say gay bill. It's the don't teach my children how to have sex. Don't teach kindergartners how to fist each other. And don't teach first and second and third graders how to have sex with their same-sex best friend. And if you are going to teach that, Parents have a right to know and opt their child out of it just like a parent has a right to know and opts their child out of general sex ed in private and public schools. Besides, HB 1557 says there is no 
discussion or instruction of sexual orientation or gender identity. It doesn't say gay, queer, trans, etc. It says sexual orientation. The last time I checked, most people are straight. Or at least they're bi-curious. Most people are straight. That means in Florida, you no longer can legally instruct kindergartners, first graders, second graders, and third graders on heterosexual orientation. That's something conveniently left out by the critic commentators and the people that have that inflection in their voice of the many, many more to come. It will happen again because we're in control now. I say one of the most honest people in politics. I love this governor of Florida. I love Ron DeSantis. Listen to Ron DeSantis handle a question about the don't say gay bill. This is what we don't have in politics. Honesty and context and perspective. Educational rights and education, what critics call the don't say gay bill, is on the Senate floor. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. It says it bans classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. For who? For, for grades pre-K through three. So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. And um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse you of those narratives. And we're going to make sure that parents are able to send their kid to kindergarten without having some of this stuff injected into their school curriculum. I mean, that is one of the most honest statements, and this guy makes these kinds of statements weekly, that you've ever heard from a politician. This guy's a real leader, as far as I'm concerned. If I was in Florida, I'd make sure that you don't get caught up in the hysteria and you vote for Ron DeSantis for re-election of governor in Florida. I don't even live in Florida. But that right there is a true leader. And that's how you handle the media. That's what Carrie Lake, who's running for governor here in Arizona, that's what she does to the media. She was in media. And they ask her these stupid, leading, implicating questions. And what most people do, even in their personal life, is they back down when they're asked a question like that. Oh, no, did I offend somebody? I'm so sorry. You don't back down to it. You don't back down to it. You do exactly what Ron DeSantis did. Does it say that in the bill? Okay, you're talking about banning sexual orientation and gender identity discussion in classrooms. For who? For who? Pre-K through third grade. So be honest about that. You know, usually it's the other way around. Usually it's somebody trying to grill a politician and they're being dishonest about what they're supporting. This kind of honesty and this kind of power and, and, and watching someone who is honest have that much power, that terrifies the power structure and that terrifies Companies like Disney that operate in Florida with everything from tax to even governmental exemption from what goes on in that state. And now Ron DeSantis is calling for an end to Disney's special privileges in Florida. A lot of speculation on what that might entail, including the 1967 state law that allows Walt Disney World to operate its own independent government through Reed Creek Improvement District. It also might be something dealing with taxes. And so as a result, Disney has chosen to push the LGBTQIA agenda even harder and further, saying 50% of their characters by the end of the year, and as a result of HB 1557, 
not the don't say gay bill, Pixar is going to, quote, according to Variety, the magazine, the news publication, restore a same-sex scene as a result of the bill. Here's the headline. Same-sex kiss restored in Pixar's light year following staff uproar over don't say gay bill. Remember that? We talked about that on the running a tran on real women show a few weeks ago, which is in the archive at thesecretteachings.info. And the USA Today reported back on March 21st, Disney employees are walking out demanding more LGBTQ support. And I thought they were walking out because just days prior, multiple Disney employees once again were involved in human trafficking, pedophilia, prostitution, etc. Which, yeah, Disney's a big company. Sure, Disney hires a lot of people, but they routinely hire and then rehire people that have been convicted of these things, including some of the most disgusting human beings to ever work for Disney, Victor Salva, John Healy, Michael Laney, and George Mitchell. These are directors and writers, director of music publishing, vice president Michael Laney, and Disney chairman, former Democratic Senator George Mitchell. All big Disney executives, all convicted of raping children, abusing children, or working with people like Jeffrey Epstein, whose partner Ghislaine Maxwell also worked with Disney on Disney's Save the Children. Oh, they want to save the children, yes, for themselves because they're predators and they talk with conceit for you, for the family, and for children because they want the children all to themselves. Just like Black Lives Matter said, hey, we disrupt the nuclear family structure, the traditional nuclear family structure. We don't want there to be families. That's Marxism. That's communism. That's cultural genocide. It's part of the cultural BDSM and the shame masking. In fact, the idea of not having families is already pretty popular in black communities. It's also popular in extremist left-wing progressive politics, no families. Yeah, on the right side, too. People that are pretty insanely conservative that say, we don't like gays, but then they get caught banging somebody of the same sex. The family's just a big front for their political career. By the way, Black Lives Matter used donations to buy a $6 million Southern California home. That's according to a report from the New York Times That's according to a report from the New York Post yesterday, April 4th. Today, by the way, is April 5th, Tuesday into April 6th, Wednesday, 2022. I am your host, Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio. The show tonight, Florida Mams, Magic Kingdom, HB 1557, the Don't Say Gay Bill, really isn't the Don't Say Gay Bill. It's more so... Secret Teachings is... Is it really the Don't Say Gay Bill? It's more so the Don't Indoctrinate Children Bill from pre-K to third grade. The media has not been honest about that. So Disney responds by saying, we're going to put more LGBTQIA characters in our shows and our movies then, and we're going to have a same-sex kiss in the Lightyear movie. They're, they're freaking toys that come to life. That was the original Buzz Lightyear, right? Toy Story, they're toys that come to life. They don't need to sexually be charged 
Who are these people? You know? And so the governor comes back and says, well, we're going to end your special privileges in Florida Disney. I think it's kind of a funny battle between strange, weak, pathetic corporate hacks and a real American politician, a real American, I don't want to say patriot, that's kind of trite, but a real American leader in Ron DeSantis. More of Florida Ma'am here on The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. There's more after this. The music, White Bat Audio. We'll be right back. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm here as a mother of two queer children, actually. 
uh, one transgender child um, and one pansexual child. Um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? Many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and yet we don't have enough leads. Ladies, Ladies and, and gentlemen, gentlemen, boys and, and girls, girls welcome, welcome to It's a Woke World. Why is the hill to die on transgenderism injected into kindergarten classrooms or woke gender ideology injected into second grade classrooms? They have to lie because if they admitted what they were really for, sexualizing kindergartners and first graders, they know that would not fly with the public. Destruction be our lot. We ourselves must be the authors and finishers. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. You can't? In okay. this context, so I'm not a biologist. Of- Leah Thomas is the most controversial athlete in America today. The University of Pennsylvania swimmer has set pool, school, and Ivy League records this season and route to becoming the nation's most dominant female collegiate swimmer. She also is a trans woman. Me, it's if we had done a bill that prohibited talking about the abuse of Uyghurs in China, Disney would have supported that legislation because they don't want to say a word about that. They actually do Disney cruises to the nation of Dominica, which criminalizes homosexuality. So they're fine doing that and lining their pockets. They're fine lining their pockets from the CCP and all the atrocities that go on there. But it's those kindergartners in Florida that they really want to have transgenderism uh, as part of their core curriculum in school. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Ma'am. Can I provide a definition? Yeah, I can't. Now, the NCAA is basically taking efforts to destroy women's athletics. They're trying to undermine the integrity of the competition, and they're crowning somebody else the woman's champion. Excuse me, it's ma'am. May this appointment today be the first of many more to come as we create a diverse and more inclusive future. Of course you can't pick your race, and of course you can't pick your gender. You're born the way that you are. Prohibited talking about the abuse of Uyghurs in China. Disney would have supported that legislation. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. He's shooting us straight, telling us the truth. This is The Secret Teachings, our new montage tonight. Ending here, a new song by Johnny Zant and Donnie Zant from Leonard Skinner and 38 Special, a song about Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. Florida. He's a military man with a 
I've been saying it for a couple of years now. Uh, cultural BDSM is a trend. And so is cultural kinkdom, which is why I call Disney not only the black magic kingdom, I call it the magic kinkdom. And tonight, it's not Florida man. It's Florida ma'am. It's Florida ma'am. Excuse me, it's ma'am. And I was thinking because... Disney executives, people like this lady who has two queer children, Carrie Burke, that's her own words. I'm I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually. Carrie Burke, the general entertainment president for Disney, who says we're going to get 50% of our characters into LGBTQIA roles by the end of 2022. Part of that is in response to the passing of HB 1557, the so-called Don't Say Gay bill, which doesn't actually say Don't Say Gay. That's just what critics, quote-unquote, have called it. It's actually banning all discussion and instruction of sexual orientation, including heterosexual orientation and gender identity, including traditional gender roles in pre-K through third grade. Something that the media has not been honest about. Something that the governor of Florida, down there in sweet, sweet Florida, where I'm from, my home state, lived there most of my life. Their governor, Ron DeSantis, just destroys the media when they try to ask him these stupid questions. Listen to this. rights and education, what critics call the Don't Say Gay Bill, is on the Senate floor. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. It says it bans classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. For who? For, for grades pre-K through three. So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, and um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you, because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse you of those narratives. And we're going to make sure that parents are able to send their kid to kindergarten without having some of this stuff injected into their school curriculum. Injected as Marxist ideology. It's not class warfare so much as it is gender and racial warfare. When I was in school, we had sex ed, right? I'm sure you had sex ed. It took the boys in one room, the girls in the other room. And I went to a Christian school. I'm not a Christian today, but I went to a Christian school. My mom worked there, got a big discount. Safer going to a private Christian school than going to a lot of public schools. And when I was in fifth grade, we had sex ed. But they told the parents, hey, your kids are having sex ed today. If you want to opt them out, they can go to the gym or they can go to the playground and they don't have to participate. You have a right as a parent, not even because it's a Christian school. You just have a right as a parent to determine when your child gets to learn about sexuality and gender and the like. And if it were teaching kids LGBTQIA, XYZ, ABC, 123, and the parents had a right to opt their kids out, That would be one thing. That would be a different thing. But when states like California and other states are saying, no, we don't want the parents to even know what their kids are learning. And this is going to be courses of information, not just a single day. Kids should be learning about math. Kids should be learning about 
basic science, basic geography, basic social communication skills, playing on the playground with their friends, even if that involves make-believe and pretending to be something you're not. Those are games. Kids should not be taught how to say penis or vagina in 50 slang terms. Kids should not be taught how to fist each other or how to have sex with their best friend who's also a young boy. Kids don't think about that kind of thing. Some kids at a younger and younger age do think about those things. A lot of that might have to do with culture. But we're seeing a dramatic cultural shift, which is unfortunate for a lot of different reasons, one being that it's extremely political because you can't observe it, comment on it, critique it, or ask questions without being put into the category of, you are right-wing, you are Christian. I'm not a Christian. I'm not right-wing. I just want to know where the billions of dollars are coming from and why big mega banks and big corporations support these movements. When has a bank ever cared about its customer? When has a mega mega major corporation ever cared about its consumer? You ever try to get like a dollar back, 50 cents back? I mean, that might be too little. I'll argue over 50 cents for four hours out of principle. You ever try to get a few dollars back on a bill you were overcharged? I tell you, we'll put it on the next bill. And then it's not on the next bill. And then they say, don't pay $5 at the next bill. We'll, We'll have it on there. And then you don't pay it. Then you get hit with late fees. You ever try to do that? You ever have to argue with the company over that crap? Cell phone company, internet company. They don't give a damn about you. People are working jobs. They don't care. Why does the big corporation, why does the big mega bank suddenly care about 0.02 to 0.7% of the population? Plus, let's be honest, okay? Some people literally are born hermaphroditic. Some people are literally born girls, but they have small penises. I mean, that's what the clitoris is, isn't it? It's just, it's a, it's a large, uh, it's a small penis. The clitoris is just a small penis. The penis is a large clitoris. Let's be honest. That's biology. That's science. Science is real, right? Some people are literally born with that. That doesn't mean we shun them. That doesn't mean we, we spit on them. In fact, a girl who's born with a very tiny penis, you don't even know it most of the time because she still looks like a girl and acts like a girl. There's a difference between that, which is a genetic distortion. It doesn't mean they're not a person. And someone who's a big, fat, disgusting slob like Rachel Levin, who says, This appointment is great, and there are going to be more appointments. You mark my words, there will be more appointments of trans people to admiral positions in the United States. And you're like, is this a supervillain? Is this like, what is this? What am I looking at here? Who who is this, this person? May this appointment today be the first of many more to come. The first of many more to come. You hear the inflection in the voice, just like Bill Gates. It's arrogance. The first of many more to come. Just arrogance. You either get the real deep voice, yes, I'm a woman, or you get the people that act like, yeah, I'm a woman. Let me in the the women's locker room with all the little girls. There's a difference between the two, and nobody wants to discuss that, apparently. You know, kids go through phases, right? 
young girls get belly button rings or sometimes, you know, parents might even let their 17-year-old get a tattoo or something. I don't know, you know. It's irreversible, essentially. I mean, you can get it removed, but it's going to do damage to the body. I just, I don't see how anybody in their right mind can think it's okay to put 10-year-olds on puberty blockers, on hormone therapy, and have their breasts cut off or their penises cut off before they're 15, 16. Your brain doesn't fully develop until you're 24 years old. Fully develop. We should not be making decisions to take away power from parents and give it to children that are then influenced by teachers and diversity officials and political movements and social media to rip their body irreversibly apart. Most people regret it after the fact once they get a little bit older. In fact, the first guy who had his penis cut off to be a girl, the first surgery for that type of thing was conducted in the early 1920s in Weimar, Germany. Peddled by perverted communists like Magnus Hirschfeld. Sure, he was a Jew. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But Magnus Hirschfeld for the Institute of Sexual Science. It is weird, though. I mean, you can get upset at me for saying this. It is weird. If you go to the Internet, type in Jerusalem Post, uh, Israeli Times, uh, Jewish people support everything from bestiality to LGBTQIAXYZ more than any other group, even more than atheists and anarchists. In fact, the LGBTQIA capital of the world is Tel Aviv, Israel. Just kind of a weird thing. That doesn't mean I hate Jews. It's just an observation. It's kind of strange because those same Jewish groups were behind this in the 1920s in Germany. The so-called Weimar Republic, which was really just a farce. That's where transvestite, the word, comes from. It's a German word that comes from 1920s Germany. There's a book written about it, actually. It's called Gay Berlin. You can read all about it. California... Last week, just on Friday, California saw its corporate diversity law ruled unconstitutional. A Los Angeles judge ruled the landmark law mandating that corporations diversify their boards with members from certain racial, ethnic, and LGBT groups. He ruled it as unconstitutional. The brief ruling granted summary judgment to Judicial Watch, a conservative legal group that sought a permanent injunction against the measure. That was signed into law last year. The ruling didn't explain the judge's reasoning. It was declared unconstitutional because it was a blatant attack on constitutional protections, like equal protection under the law. The 2020 law required corporations to include at least one member of an underrepresented community on their boards of directors by the end of last year, either by adding a seat or filling a vacant one. Kind of funny, because in most major cities, from Philadelphia to Tampa, Florida, to Los Angeles, white people are usually the underrepresented minority group. In fact, when I lived in Rochester, I was a minority. Look up your city. Most major cities are not 
made of white people. White people are a minority in Philadelphia. They're a minority in Rochester. They're a minority in Los Angeles. They're a minority in Houston. They're a minority in most major cities in the United States. That's a statistical fact. So if you want to talk about statistics and underrepresented groups, white people actually would be underrepresented. Very, very underrepresented. And if you're talking about statistically the population, I guess those groups who are the majority would be underrepresented in those corporate boards. But let's ask this question. Requiring corporations to include a trans person or a gay person by pulling them essentially off the street and plugging them into a position or making a new position for them, that kind of seems asinine. Unless that person has, I don't know, some, some, some business experience and worked to get to that position. Otherwise, it seems outlandish to me that we would start picking people, even if they are qualified, based on their skin color, based on their sexual orientation, based on their gender identity. Excuse me, it's ma'am. You know, it doesn't make any sense. To me, that's racial, gender, sexual, ethnic, etc. discrimination. It's also harassment of others who don't fit into those categories. But why was California's corporate diversity law ruled unconstitutional? Because it violates the equal protection clause of the Constitution, which means whether you're six foot tall or four foot tall, man, woman, both, or you identify as a skunk, whether you have a penis, a vagina, or you're a hermaphrodite, If you are a human being, a person born or naturalized in the United States of America and subject to the jurisdiction thereof, if you are a citizen of the United States and the state wherein you reside, there can be no state, no government that makes any law that shall abridge the privileges or immunities of you, of the citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the law. That protects all people. That doesn't mean that men can go into the women's locker room. That's not equal protection. I love absolute morons who will make that argument. Equal protection? Well, that means I can do whatever I want. Don't you care about trans people? I'm a woman. I'm going to go in the women's locker room. Hey, idiot, you forgot that by going into the women's locker room, those women are not equally protected. You understand that you're violating that sacred space. Okay, you're breaking the social contract, and I don't think you understand what that means because you're mentally ill and delusional. We always hear about things. In fact, Joe Biden said it last week. we got to stop the epidemic of violence against trans people of color and young girls, and I'm thinking epidemic of violence against trans people, there's an epidemic of violence against all people. And it's being organized by the White House. All people, the majority of people. Like when the White House and the FBI said that white people are the greatest threat to national security. We need to stop the assault on white people, trans people, all people. Because all people have equal protection under the law And we should provide all people equal protection under the law. And it's really strange. Attorney General Merrick Garland said 
His Justice Department is, quote, committed to combating the hate crimes that target and terrorize the transgender community, particularly transgender women of color. Well, it's funny because transgender people make up 0.2 to 0.7% of the entire population. Black people make up 14%, slightly more women than men. So like 8% of the population are black women, 0.2% of 300 plus million people are trans. So that number of trans women of color is like so small, you could probably fit all the trans women of color into trying to think of a good example here. You could probably fit them all into a small cafe. Okay, the percentage is so small. And when you make that argument, people say, well, you're saying they're not people. No, you are diverting resources and energy and money and attention that could benefit all people, including trans women of color. You're diverting that to advance corporate mega corporations and mega banks. And of course, the United Nations and the World Economic Forum ideologies and agendas which are at their core, as Klaus Schwab said, Marxist in origin, just like Patrice Cullors, who bought the multi-million dollar mansions with donation money from BLM. BLM, by the way, also used their donations to buy a $6 million Southern California home, according to a new report that came out yesterday. All the millions that you gave to black lives, well, they bought homes in white communities where, you know, they feel more comfortable as a rich black lady. Attorney General Merrick Garland said transgender individuals deserve to be able to live free from discrimination, harassment, violence, and threats of violence. Well, I think white people should be too. I think all people should be. What kind of statement is that from the Attorney General? All people should be able to live that way. Sometimes you get assholes. You get pricks after 9-11 who went after people who had hijibs, like three people that happened to. You get morons who... Like, I don't know, Jewish people who attack themselves and claim they're victims of hate crimes. Yes, stop the hatred of Jews. by Jews. Stop the hatred of black people. by Jesse Smollett, who staged his, his, his hate crime against himself, using two other black guys. Stop the hatred. Stop the discrimination. Everybody deserves to live free of these things. They do in this country more than anywhere else in the world throughout the history of the world no matter what you are or who you are. We have such wealth, such diversity, such inclusivity. We're so successful and so wealthy and so powerful. This is what we've become, a joke. Because what do we do now after we've won the Stanley Cup, the Super Bowl, the, the heavyweight boxing title? What, what, what do you do after you win? If you're Michael Phelps, you smoke weed and go see a therapist. What do you do after you've won all the gold medals? You've smoked a ton of weed on, on, on camera. You know, you're on the box of Wheaties and, and, and you bang God knows how many women. What do you do? You won. You, you, you beat life. You don't ever have to do anything else again. You get depressed. You don't know what to do. That's what happens. And people with billions and billions of dollars, what do they do? They don't have to worry about the things you worry about. They start crafting new ways to control and manipulate. So here's Disney. We're going to create a whole new system of just LGBTQI everything. I guess they're going to redo all the princess movies. So the princess, when Prince Charming comes to free her in the highest room in the tallest tower, she's probably got morning wood. It'll probably go something like this. Would break the dreaded curse. He alone would climb to the highest room of the tallest tower to 
enter the princess's chambers, cross the room to her sleeping silhouette, pull back the gossamer curtains to find her. <gasps> what? Princess. Excuse me, it's ma'am. I think that's <laughs> the new Disney movie. <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm going to go to hell, folks. I don't know. All I know is tonight is Florida ma'am. Florida ma'am, the magic kingdom. I'm Ryan Gable. And this is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. Five nights a week, Monday through Friday. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. Please subscribe to our full show archive. When you subscribe to the archive, you get access not only to my digital books, our montages, you can download and stream all of our shows without outside advertisements. When we have pre-recorded shows, you also get first access to those shows in the archive. www.thesecretteachings.info Also check out my books on the website, our Patreon page, and our t-shirts on TeePublic. Pro One Water Filters, our affiliate sponsor at thesecretteachings.info. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on a radio or podcast player, don't forget to scroll below. Leave us a small review. Let other people know what you think of the show. Leave us a couple of stars, whatever you think we deserve. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. And remember, tonight's show, Florida Ma'am's Magic Kinkdom exclusively and only here on The Secret Teachings. People ask me all the time, do you come up with these show names? Do you make these show promos? Do you make these montages? Yes, and I do it without a multi-thousand, let alone a multi-million dollar budget. I do it making under $1,000 a month. So if you want to continue to hear this show, please support us, buy books, subscribe, and we'll continue to bring you the content five nights a week. The music, White Bat Audio. Again, stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast.